Tell we're a little rusty because we skipped last week because it was Ash Wednesday. Wednesday. We are in the middle of Lent now, not the start. Not the middle. Well, one, not week the, the one, week. <laughs> one week into seven weeks. One week into seven weeks. Yeah. We're in the pits. We're in the pits of it. All right. It's been ages since this. I had a sweet. I'm just I haven't seen the light of day for like five weeks. It's been. Not even a full week. <laughs> Actually, I guess it has because technically it started last week. But mm, fair enough. <laughs> Lent didn't start for me until I went to Ash Wednesday. Ooh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, anyway, we hope you all got your ashes and are. I hope you got your ash to mess. You know what I'm saying? Ah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, no one enjoyed that. <laughs> Anywho. Anyway. So what you drinking this morning, Zachary? I'm drinking, um, <laughs> what, what's our blend today? Oh, Catholic coffee. St. Patrick blend. In Shout honor out. of, Woo. in honor of, uh, March beginning today. Ooh. Happy first day of March, everybody. March. March and straight day. into it. Amen. Oh, yeah. wow. And, 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 and I have... And I have my uh, Rice Krispie um, creamer, which I I um, took you. the bolt for and finished up today. And, you know, it's pretty good. And then I also have my gruel. Right. <laughs> my gruel. It's crockpot oatmeal, first off. Not gruel. <laughs> oh, sorry. Anyways, uh, John Paul Paul. Mm-hmm. What? My <laughs> As he takes a bite. <laughs> what am I drinking? Yeah. I'm drinking the same lovely St. Patrick coffee mm. with cinnamon churro creamer in it. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And boy, does it taste good. Oh, wow. My mug oh, even boy. says coffee is always a good idea, and I think mm. that is true in this case. Yeah. As with every case, because it says always. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. What about you, Peter? What are yeah. you drinking? Same blend, uh, St. Patrick's, but just <laughs> no creamer, straight black. Oh, and, man. Uh, man, I got to say, even straight black, this coffee. Mm. I mean, I like black coffee, mm. but... For some reason, this one's standing out this morning. Just like it's smooth, it's good, it's mm. delicious. It has like it's Catholic coffee, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's Catholic coffee. Amen. You know? well, use, code, code. use code Shepherd for fifteen percent off. <laughs> Best way to start the morning. Yeah. Um, I grabbed this black mug actually this morning, and it's got some base clefts on it mm-hmm. in like gold. Base. Says on Absolutely. It, base. Base carat gold. So I guess twenty twenty two carat gold. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty based. Uh, <laughs> Did you not hear John Paul and I already say that? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> Alright, Jake. <laughs> hey, hey, you're starting off your morning with a lovely note. You know? There you go. Oh, oh, well, I'm drinking the same coffee as everyone else, the St. Patrick blend. Um, mm, I'm just drinking yeah. it black today. Honestly, Whoa. it's really good. Mm-hmm. I don't usually drink black coffee, but it's it really is. good. Um, drinking out of the Washington Capitals mug, of mm. course. Um, and I'm also drinking, but eating oatmeal. <laughs> I am slurping up this Anyway, Margaret. Thank you, Jacob. Um, I am drinking 
out of my Shepherd's Town mug. It is mm. very exciting. This is the first time I'm using this mug. I got it from O'Hurley's in Shepherd's Town. Ooh. Um, yeah. And I'm drinking the same coffee with the cinnamon churro mm. as well. Wanted to give that a big old taste mm. test. It's passing, it looks really good. It's passing the passing the vibe check. Mm. Um, and I'm also eating some oatmeal slowly but surely, as I'm sure you're aware by now. Oh. It takes me at least the whole episode, if not longer, to eat. As well. Breakfast. <laughs> I've only taken one bite. So I've far. also only taken one bite so mm-hmm. far. I needed to take a bite because I was like, I can't mention I'm eating this if I haven't yet consumed right, that is any of it. <laughs> yeah, actually, right before um, we started the podcast, um, I shoved a bite <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> no, uh, Maggie oh. was yelling at me for not getting my mug, <laughs> and she was like, "You haven't even eaten yet." And I pointed at Maggie, and I was like, "Neither of you." <laughs> I was like, "My brother Christ." <laughs> Take the two by four out of your own. <laughs> so I can take the two by four out of my own. Yeah. <laughs> like we both have giant logs. I know. It's like know. I'm so distracted. It's probably by the my same log. log. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the idea that the log is connected from my ID. <laughs> That's bizarre. Why anyway, <laughs> so John Paul, what did we talk about last night, huh? Um, last night we talked about the incarnation of Christ. And, yeah, we did. Um. The in Christ's fulfillment of all the Old Testament prophecies. Ooh, yeah, we were we were finishing up our um, Bible study that we had been going on for how how long? The whole semester. Oh yeah, so this whole semester yeah, really. Yeah, this is so. the eighth one, so we have done it for eight Dang. weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa, so, it's cool how that works out. So we finished yeah. up our eight-week Bible study, and now we're here, and um, you know. I, th- I think I took away a lot from it, you know, mm-hmm. especially how like all connected the Bible is. I, I it was especially clear um, with yesterday's um, Bible study about how he Jesus came to fulfill all the um, covenants that God made with his people, mm-hmm. such as like through Adam, Moses, Abraham and David and Noah. And Noah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't forget that dude. <laughs> No, too much happened there. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting seeing, you know, humans making all these mistakes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it's all connected regardless. Uh, you know, God doesn't make mistakes. He's pretty intentional, has this whole plan going. Um, and we can really see that when we, you know, look at the whole picture, Old Testament to the New Testament, how it's all, you know, fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, he does, God doesn't make mistakes, but like we do, but he mm-hmm. can take our mistakes and use it for his good. And, Absolutely. Um, especially in confession, Zach was saying like every time you go to confession, like you're not put at the same level as you were before, you get an actually an increase in grace so that mm-hmm. you can not make those mistakes again. So I thought that was a really cool thought by Zach. Mm-hmm. Goes to show God's generosity and in his mercy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something that Olivia mentioned at Bible study last night was she just finished reading this book called The Shack. Um, and oh. so she was, yeah. Yeah, she our, was, mom, our mom just got that for her birthday. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Um, she was talking about how, I'm pretty sure this was in relation to The Shack, but it could have been a completely different revelation um, now that I'm <clears throat> speaking out loud. But she was talking about how we can't disappoint God. Um, and she was talking about this reflection that she'd heard, which now I'm, I'm really thinking it wasn't from the shack. <laughs> she just mentioned she finished the shack, I think. But it definitely could be. I haven't read the book. Anyway, regardless, ignore that. 
We'll cut that out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Flag that. <laughs> Man, we haven't done that in so long. Um, shout out to all you OGs. You'll yeah, understand the reference. Understand. Flag that. All you OGs. <laughs> yeah, all you. All, all, uh, all of you. All not of us. us. <laughs> uh, not yes, me. Not me. Couldn't be. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? So anyway, you can't disappoint God. Um, she was saying that when I don't I don't know how she phrased it. It was something like we the sin that we struggle with a lot um that we get really upset that we keep saying it Mm -hmm. at confession is like okay so blah 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 let me just come up with one that's rogue like i killed a man (laughs) so then it's like it's like the number of times you say over and over again in confession hopefully that's not one you're saying at all let alone multiple times (laughs) but um so like you roll up and Actually, that's a horrible suggestion. No, no, no. Hating someone. Yeah. Hating okay. someone is, is killing, killing them, them in your heart. Okay, so, yeah, okay. That's a good one. So it's like, so, like I hate dude. so well, and so. Yeah, um, and you just like have this anger and resentment in your heart and you keep saying it. Um, you can't disappoint God because he does. In order to disappoint someone, they have to have expectations. That was the thing that Olivia was saying. And I was like, man, that's really mm. true. Like, I always feel like I'm disappointing people. But it's like, oh, well, actually... It's not that they have low expectations for me. It's that they don't have expectations at all. And everything I do is like surpassed then by what I actually do. Because Mm. God doesn't have those expectations of like, this is where you need to be. And I'm going to be mad if you're not here. Um, And yeah. And the way that she was saying it was like, yeah. So God already knows how many times you're going to commit that sin and then say it in confession. So Mm. say it was like 45 times. So instead of me rolling up and being like, yeah, I really just still hate this person. He's like, all right, 43 more times until like you're done with that. And you've overcome that sin. I was like, man, that's crazy. I was like, that's not the way I think about it. I'm like, I'm the scum of the earth. (laughs) I was like, this is the 37th time I've confessed this. But God's like, you're so close. Like you're almost there. Like, and that's what we need is to just remember that. Yeah. We can't disappoint God. Of course we can still be growing we're always evolving we're always changing mm-hmm. we're trying to be better we're trying to be more like christ but um in that it doesn't mean that god's just like super mega pissed at us the whole time mm-hmm. like what the heck? <laughs> yeah, it's like there's that progress sort of mm-hmm. side of it but i was also thinking as you were talking about it um that he's kind of sitting there maybe um not thinking okay this is like the expectation but <coughs> this is simply what we chose to do mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and then he just is like, all right, what are you giving me to work with? And then like, we're going to make the best out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, kind of that like hype, like, okay, all right, we can work with that. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, you're going to confession. Okay, cool. Here's all this grace, you know, and <laughs> here like, you go. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and you get grace. And, and you, you get, get grace. grace. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's just like, <laughs> this constant like positivity, you know, yeah. God is love, you know, so. Yeah, it's, it's basically like he's like, oh, hand, hand me a screwdriver, and we hand him a hammer, and he's like, oh. <laughs> and he uses the climb of a hammer to work with yeah, it, you know? Yeah. Like, it might not be ideal, but he's like, you know, I, I guess I can do a nail instead of a screw, you know? Yeah. But a nail won't hold as well. It won't hold as well, yeah, exactly. But it would be better if you used the screw. It would be better if you if used the screw right. to, like, hold this beam together, but he's like, I can, I can make a nail work. work, you know? Right. Is That's that- what we were talking about yesterday when we were prepping, right? Of, like, mm-hmm. God has this idea, since he's out of time, of, like, what he has prepared for us. And he knows what we're going to end up choosing. So he wants us to go path, left path. Mm-hmm. He's um, like, path A would be best. so much easier for you. This is how it's going to go. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, I want path the right B. path. And then <laughs> you, go, you go on the right path, and he's just like, 
uh, all right, um, yeah, we can make that work. Um, it's like, that's exponentially more difficult for you, but like, go for it. Um, cause that's, that's free will, bro. Like, mm-hmm. that's exactly what he has, um, expected of us is pretty mm-hmm. much that we're not going to choose the right thing, but yeah. we are still, he's able to work in those situations. And it's also, I didn't mean to phrase it as if God did not know I was going to be on that path. He's just like, come on, baby. You yeah, he's like, get to the that's side, the other one, the, the other one. And then I'm like, no. And then I he go puts a giant left. sign, turn left. And you're like, harumph. That's right. I'm going to march down this right path. And like, you're swinging your arms up wide and you're like so confident in yourself. Right. And, then, and then the path just ends in a sheer cliff and you're like, right. <gasps> and that's always the time where I'm like, all right, God, please be clear. I don't understand. And it, giant the sign in front of my eyes is turn left. And I'm like, all right, I'm going right. <laughs> Unless right, you then. tell me otherwise, I'm you're like right. it's reverse psychology. You want me to go right? <laughs> I was like, and he's like, no, I'm just telling you to go left. I was like, like it I, can't be that simple. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that that reminds me of another point um, from the I think it was from the catechism in a year yesterday that it was referenced. Ooh, Father um, Mike Schmidt. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was I don't remember the exact phrasing or you know if it was a quote or what it was exactly, but. The idea being something along the lines of when we sin, um, there's maybe like one part sin, but then God like gives us five parts grace or mm-hmm. something along those lines where it's just more grace than the sins, you know, um, darkness or bad, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, if there's like the easier path and God's like, this would be so much better if you just go on this path. Like that's you where you should put go, your foot it's better in that direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But you know, in order, you know, when you go on the other path, that's more difficult, and you're like gonna, gonna fall off a cliff. He's like, all right, we can work with that. But like, here's all this grace <laughs> so that you can get through that and get to where you need to be still. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, that's his, you know, abundant love. <clears throat> it's just if we choose wrongly, uh, go on the wrong path, or you know. A diversion or whatever it is um, he's gonna just help us that much more um, especially if we're you know turning back to him and, and trying to focus on him like in the prodigal son when the son took all his inheritance and then was like I right, dad peace and he went his own way and he was met with only sorrow and sadness mm-hmm. eventually <clears throat> and then he came back and he only wanted to be a servant for his father but his father not only took him back but slaughtered like the best, the best calf they had. He's like to have a feast. He, he, here, here's the most delicious pig, mm-hmm. and you're like, mm, thanks, Dad. That. <laughs> that heavenly bacon, <laughs> heavenly bacon. <laughs> and that's a coming back to like expectations. Is he came in with the expectation of my dad's gonna be so mad mm-hmm. at me, and like he's gonna he's gonna treat me as a mm-hmm. servant rather than a son. Um, but no, the the Lord who is um, the, the father is waiting in the fields, which means he's been waiting in the fields the whole time, waiting to look up and see his son and run after wow. him and put the coat on him. Yeah, and he ran after him. <clears throat> he so, didn't even let the son walk all the way. Mm-hmm. He ran out and hugged him, embraced him. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. See, he's not expecting anything of him. He's expecting him. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. crazy. He's like, I just want you to show up. He's like, me. I just want you. I don't want yeah. all the <laughs> extra stuff. He's just like, right. But can you imagine? You. Yeah, can you imagine like wow. our uh, daily lives without us living with expectations mm-hmm. as much? You know, just being like, all right, we're you know 
what's being presented to me today and just taking it kind of as it is and mm -hmm. working with that um, rather than thinking, oh, this has got to go this way, you know, and then it's like, nope. And yep, that just ruined my day. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, there's so many times when that's the case, you know, in some form. Um, yeah. Lots of hopes, you know, getting crushed and whatnot. But like, yeah, that's a really interesting thought that I guess I haven't thought of too much is, you know, not having expectations, just kind of seeing how it goes. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of like, Two of my sayings are, one, obviously, don't be a jerk. But, but two is, like, try your best and the rest will come. So it's basically, like, we can only do so much. And even that, like, even if we're like, oh, I didn't, I didn't do, like, anything or anything like that. As long as you try your best, God will make up for the rest. So, like, it's even if you do, like, just slightly better and you're like, oh, I, sh I should have, like, saved, like, ten people or something here on Earth or something like that, like... In God's, like, eyes, like, that's, like, nothing at all. Like, to take an example from last week is basically us standing on a pebble instead of on the ground and being like, ah, look at me. <laughs> I'm above all you little people. <laughs> when we're really, like, not even an inch above everyone else. And, like, and God's just looking down at us and he's like, dude, <laughs> you stepping on a pebble. <laughs> so... I don't know. I was just reminded of that when um, you were talking about that. And then, like, when you were talking about the, the graces versus sin, it just rem reminded me of how, like, vulnerable and weak we are. When we need, like, five parts of graces to our one part of sin, and still we fall into that sin, right. even mm -hmm. with all these five parts graces that he's given us. He's like, here you go. It's basically us going out on a journey. He gives us a backpack with, like, five months of food for like a week trip and like a camping tent <laughs> and like a shovel and all that and we just throw the well, shovel this away this is too heavy and i don't want to carry all yeah this. exactly we ditch the backpack and we're hungry on the third day and we're like oh dad why didn't you prepare me <laughs> like i'm so hungry now i'm starving to death and he's like it's a seven day journey you'll be fine but still you shouldn't have thrown away the backpack man yeah. And you can always go back and pick it up, which would be confession, you know? Mm. Going to pick up, going back to pick up your backpack that he gave you. Or just wow. confession could be asking your father in the humility that, yeah, I dumped all my five months of food out, but you have ten months. Like, he's, he, he's been holding on to ten months worth of food just for you to ask, and then he can give you your day's rations. Mm -hmm. Abundantly. Yeah, and... Uh, <clears throat> I know Jake said this at the start of the podcast, but um, when um, you go to confession um, afterwards, it's not that God puts you on the exact same level you were before confession, you know? Because that's what we would expect, right? Because we're like, we messed up, we went down, like God's going to put me right back where I was so I can continue on. No, he, he puts you... At, actually a step above where you were before he gives you more graces than when actually you before you went to confession and so it's kind of like you went back to pick up your stuff and god he gives you all your stuff and he also gives you like this map and everything like that and like all the plans and then an additional week of food on your backpack and actually somehow it makes it lighter you know so 
you go back and everything like that and you're expecting like, oh, he's going to be mad. I dished my food. But no, he's going to be like, thank you for picking that food back up, man. Like, you, yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to be hungry or anything like that. I have just been you know, reflecting while all of you were talking of this idea of the backpack being our identity as daughters and sons of God, of like, this is like our badge of honor, basically, like this is our crowns. This is like how God is showing us that he loves us. And then we get to show the whole world. Um, And then Mm -hmm. while you were speaking a while ago, Peter, like Mm -hmm. ages ago, when you're talking about confession and um, how the graces is like they're brighter than the darkness of sin. I was reminded of the quote that um, like no amount of darkness can extinguish the light of a single candle um, and how we are called to be those candles. And if we come together, obviously our light is brighter. And so I just was thinking about like parallel, just like how those two work in tandem of, yeah, we are daughters and sons of the Lord. And he is, um, yeah, like having... He's branding us with the the backpack to like show us how much he cares for us, and we're trying to find those other people with the backpacks, mm-hmm. um, and we're trying to, yeah, convert the whole world to the love of God. So I just thought that that was super cool. Mm-hmm. Well and, done, everybody. And with with that example, if we are with other candles while we're burning and everything like that, even if our like, you know, something snuffs it out or we lose our backpack or something like that. Like, we have those people around us to light our wick again so we can keep burning or, like, give us some food from their backpack or something like that. So that's why, like, it's there's always the saying, you are who you surround yourself with and all that. Like, travel with good people who will share your food instead of being, like, stealing yours, you know? Right. Um... Yeah, I was thinking about the candle as well. And I don't remember when I mentioned that before where it's just, you know, you've got all this darkness. And if you've ever been in a cave or something and it's com- they, they'll turn out the lights, you know, and mm-hmm. um, it's completely pitch black uh, because you're underground and there's absolutely no light, no stars, no moon. Nothing. Not even a breeze, like a gust of wind. Right, like nothing. It's just- so it's as dark as it gets. And um, then they light a single candle and Mm -hmm. the room just or you know this cave gets lit up just by that one candle enough so Mm -hmm. that everyone can see where to walk and um you know the floor and the ceiling and the walls kind of thing and it's just really cool to see how much that one candle can show in Mm -hmm. that kind of darkness um but if you're you know in your kitchen and you got a candle going like you don't know it doesn't stand out as much because you've got other lights all around as well um, but in the sense of like having a bunch of candles that can like relight one another, you know, and keep that fire burning, um, that's much more sustainable and having more of the lights still illuminates more, um, so that it's, it's just full brightness. Um, but if there's a place or a time of extreme darkness, um, any one little light can make such a big difference. Um, and then I think it stands out enough to potentially bring in the attention of maybe someone else that could also be that light and then you've got two and then it's like you know it's kind of this chain reaction um so basically i don't think it takes a whole heck of a lot in total darkness to make a lot of light yeah that that reminds that's a really good example because it's like 
when we light our candle, like say we place like a little wick on top of our head and we're like, and we're, we're like, we're a fire in the cave. Like we can't see very far. Like us as the candle, we can't like look out in the darkness and see every person we're affecting. And we're like, man, I, I can't see the effect I'm having. I can't see like, God, am I doing anything? But like way out in the darkness, like a mile, two miles away, which we can't even begin to see, this person sees this little flicker. And that gives them enough hope to like go towards that and be like, I want to get towards the light and like see that. So like we have more of an effect that we can see and even like much greater an effect because people can see much further towards us than we can see out of ourselves. Right. And that's also true of like all of us go out and affect one other person who goes out to affect one other person who Mm -hmm. goes out. There's this um, this model of spiritual multiplication, which is one of the like pillars of focus, um, and it's yeah, it's like if seven people told seven other people told seven other people, and then mm-hmm. in like some amount of time, I can't remember how many years, then the whole world would be Catholic. Mm-hmm. Of like if we just converted these seven people to these seven people, and it's just crazy. Of that's the way that Jesus intended the church to be. Mm-hmm. He didn't go out and just like have. Well, he did have a lot of disciples, but he only had 12 who were, mm-hmm. like, his besties. And he's like, you guys are going to be the priests of, that I'm choosing. And so it's like, he chose these 12 so that they can make 12 more. Who mm-hmm. can make 12 more? Who can make 12 more? Um, and so I just think, yeah, you, you don't know the effects that you're having on the people so far away from you down the line of, like... Yeah, a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend mm-hmm. of that one thing that they heard that one time that you said. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, or just walking past you on the street. It's like, what's causing that person so much joy? And then you see them again, and then you're like, oh, maybe it's Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and still thinking of the um, part where, you know, your, your candle's lit and you can't see very far yourself or you can't see much of the effect. Um, mm-hmm. It's like kind of sometimes maybe disheartening or something that you're like what what's you know i'm not i'm trying i'm doing what i can but like i don't see anything happening but all the while someone or maybe many people are seeing that light and they're like walking towards it and it's Mm -hmm. just taking time to get there um or maybe they aren't consciously doing that but like you know (coughs) bugs go towards the light kind Mm -hmm. of thing you know it's just um yeah eventually they they'll get there and then then it'd be um known to that that light and then there'd be more lights and then kind of you know go out from there i guess um i was just thinking like <clears throat> little candles they're just like little lights but like jesus is like the huge flame so we're just mm-hmm. carrying this little piece uh, with us you know to to share with everyone else we can light the little flame and we can create like a whole like path that leads to like this to jesus and I feel like that's that's what we're called to do is just mm. to be kind of a light that guides people to Jesus, whether you know we realize it or not. It doesn't have to be like, hey, you should be Catholic. Mm-hmm. Like, just go on the street or something. It could be as simple as like sharing a smile with someone. And they're like, well, yeah. that's really cool, you know. Mm-hmm. And then that makes their day brighter. And they're like, well, you know, why were they smiling? You know. And then think about it a lot. And yeah. they may never see you again, but mm-hmm. they just. They feel that spark there, boom. Like, um, in, in the cave, and um, as you and Maggie mentioned, um, 
like in darkness, like say that person a few miles out, Peter is sitting there in darkness, everything dark, nothing stands out. Um, so it doesn't matter if something's two miles away, a mile away, 10 feet in front of you, you can't see anything, but someone being a beacon of light just for a little bit can kind of bring an entire new perspective to someone so far out. So mm -hmm. like if, if we feel like we're just one person, well, I mean, A, we're carrying Christ's light. So however long we carry it is so great, but we can also like inspire hope to another person who's out in darkness and mm. might know about it, but might've gotten lost and forgotten about it. And then boom, that exists. That was super far away, but maybe I can pull up. Mm. Yeah. And, and as you were saying that, it made me think from the perspective of the person a mile or two out in the dark, yeah. they see that light and they can't see anything else around them. It's all in darkness. There's nothing that stands out. So they see this little beacon of light and they're like, that. That's what, you know, it's, it's like if you have any direction, that that's, that's it because there's nothing <clears throat> else that you see. But in that, imagine being in the dark like that and you see this one thing to walk towards. But like if you're in like this field or wherever you are in a cave or something, you can't see anything else really directly around you because you're still, it's not close enough that it's illuminating what's immediately in front of you. So imagine like the stumbling on rocks and branches and, you know, fall in a ditch or a stream or Taking something. Taking like, your pinky you're... toe on like oh. the, the, the yeah, side of the cave. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like how much of a struggle is, especially at first, those first steps towards that light mm. can be. But the closer you get, the more, you know, light starts to illuminate what's around mm. you. And like those last 10 steps. Yeah. Like... I can see all these things I need to avoid now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, it's like and sometimes you walking. still <clears throat> run into them. Right. It's still <laughs> a little clumsy sometimes, but um, still will fall. But at least you can see it. And mm -hmm. it's like it starts to make sense and it's just more clear. If you're like, that is a light. Yeah. Yeah. And the longer, like, the longer that light is there, like, say, say you're in the darkness and you see that light from far away and you're like, Oh, there's no way I'll make it to that light before it goes out because I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna be, I'm tripping over things mm. and I might have to go around a bend or something, but then wait, that light's still there. It's, it's been like two days and the light's still there. I got to go over there. Mm. So like, it's really important that we can keep that light lit or ask God to relight it for us so that we can be not only a flash, but a beacon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something I was thinking about while Jake was talking was what the example of the tea, like I'm imagining like those tea light candles, like over there, mm -hmm. the, like little ones that really don't last very long. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then God, or Jesus is like the sun. And so <laughs> we're standing there and we have just this little, little mm. candle and we're just sitting there. We're like, ah, I got a fire. Like, yeah. And I'm like, wow look at this and yeah. so then so bright jesus only asks us for our heart which is this tea light candle he only asks us for it does he need it no he's the sun he does yeah. not need this little flame <laughs> but he's just like i want it all give me give me your tea light candle um and then by giving him my tea light candle he continues to keep it lit um mm. because my heart is supposed to end up looking like his heart and so with his heart which is the giant sun which is just always able to give us light and mm -hmm. warmth um, 
we can then provide that light and warmth to other people. And then all of a sudden, like, we got a bigger candle. The one that, like, lasts a little bit longer, smells a little good. <laughs> then you end up having, like, this gigantic candle um, because, you know, you just remain close to him. And then you can feel the warmth. You can see the light. Um, and you're like, okay, Jesus, like, I, I like being this close to you. It's nice. <laughs> but then, yeah, then there are those times where you're in the cave and you can barely even see. It looks like a tea light candle. Even you, you know it to be true that it is the sun that you're walking towards. And so you see this little light and you're like, I just, I can't believe I used to be right next to you and feel your warmth and see your light. And now all I see is this tiny little flicker that goes away sometimes. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, then you're, you're stumbling over things. You're trying, you're sinning, you're trying to get back over there and then you fall back down. You're laying on the ground and you're closing your eyes and you're like, where are you? <laughs> and then you get up, sorry. And you go and you, you're walking around. You're like, it must be this way. The actual opposite uh, direction. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, why is it so dark in here? <laughs> and then you go back and you're like, oh, there's that light again. You're like, maybe I should just follow it. But it's like, yeah, this, this journey of our lives, this journey of sinning, confession, sinning, confession, sinning, confession. And it may seem upsetting. Like, why do I have to keep going back? But Jesus is just like taking us and we're this ball of clay and he's like molding us and molding us to look even more like him. It's just like, here's your heart. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> look at that. Ooh. Look at that right there, okay, baby. Like, okay, so it has some stuff I can work with. But he's, <laughs> he's just like, all right, I'm going to do this. And you're like, ow, that kind of hurts. And he's like, yeah, it's yeah. because you're attached to sin. <laughs> and, and so then it's like, I'm like, okay. um, And then he like removes it. And I'm like, whoa, I feel so much better. And then you're like, but honestly, now I want that back. You know, it's like sometimes, sometimes you're like, I'm just so attached to it. I want it back. But it's, yeah, like he's just forming us and it hurts. Um, yeah, hate to throw another metaphor in there. So sorry. but <laughs> No, the metaphors are flowing. Yeah, flowing. The spaghetti is straight up sticking. Yeah, sticking wall. straight to the wall. Yeah. Man, it's spaghetti, stuck all wall, over. right there. Handshake. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, I mean, as you said, like, Christ will give us a, a slightly brighter thing more and more, or an abundantly brighter thing. And the next thing you know, like, you went from a tea light to a candle, mm -hmm. and you're having a bonfire on a Thursday night. Amen. It's like, yo, what's happening? This Amen. is awesome. Mm. And then eventually, you might catch fire. <laughs> Whoa! Amen! On fire for Christ! And then you're like, how am I not dying? Yeah, you're not consuming, but you're and everyone can see you're on fire. And they're like, what the heck? He's still alive. <laughs> it's like, man, just just burning with that love. Yeah. And that just man. makes them draw closer. Mm -hmm. Maybe in confusion. A lot of times in confusion, mm -hmm. honestly. Yeah, right. yeah, that's the thing of like, when we were on retreat a month, couple months ago, it was one of the campus ministers at Marshall was talking about how he... He converted to the faith, but in college, and he had gone to Marshall, and he said, yeah, all it took was being invited to a single dinner. I, I was invited to dinner, and then I just kind of kept coming back, because these people were intriguing, and they weren't mean, and they, were, they weren't telling me, you have to be Catholic to be here. It was like, no, just come for a meal, and mm -hmm. that was the same thing with Olivia, too. Like, Olivia mm -hmm. was invited to just a dinner, and now she gone. She gonna be initiated into the Catholic Church. It's just absolutely amazing of like, yeah, the, the way to get people to know, love, and serve Christ is not jamming Catholicism yeah. down their throat all the time. It's like, actually, no, we were like 
made by love for love. We were made to just love. And so let me love this person. Let me invite them. Because Jesus was all about invitation. Come follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. Like he was inviting all the time. Calling us higher. Loving us. Even though we don't deserve it. But yeah, it's like these people who are examples of like good people are just simply being invited and being loved and welcomed into our community and now they're catholic so it's just awesome that we jesus works in silly ways you know yeah and that kind of um that kind of reminds me of um you can't force someone to change their heart only they can change their heart so Like, it doesn't help to be, like, uh, accusing or, like, you need to be Catholic or, like, why aren't you doing this or this or this or this? And, like, why don't you do what I do in this way or something like Mm -hmm. that? Like, that doesn't help at all. But to, like, just, like, say why you do that. Be, like, here's what I believe believe, and here's why I do this. And, like, when they're genuinely curious and they go in and you answer their questions... That's what changing their heart because they actually want want to know versus if you're trying to like force everything down their throat, they're like, I don't want to eat it. Right. It's like a little kid if you like get the spinach and you jam it into their mouth hole, like <laughs> they're not swallowing that. They're just mouth hole. <laughs> versus if you like put if you convince put, them it's a bush or something and that they're a dinosaur, then they'll eat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's personal experience. I yeah. ate that was for me. It was, was airplane. Airplane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every every kid wants to eat an airplane, right? And yeah. every human wants to love God. Mm-hmm. That's they the thing that Kaylina sent us yesterday in the group chat of, um, yeah, like God made the animals and the plants and everything, and He made us, but we. You can't take God away from us because we were made for communion with God. Yeah, and in his likeness. Yeah, and yeah, because we were the only thing made in his likeness. Everything else was just made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we were made to look like God, you know? Um, and so, yeah, if you take that away, then it really puts a big old damper on There's the There's just mood. a hole. Yeah, so to say, yeah. You got that God-shaped hole in your heart, and you're just like, let you're me like, just stick this something. in there. I'll, I'll, it don't working. work. <laughs> you're like a toddler who's like, I always say it wrong. You guys always say, well, you can definitely do that. It's like the round shape. The, peg the, the square, square, square hole. No, square, other way. Square, square, square peg and a round hole. Square, square, square peg and a round hole. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trying to shove it in there. You're like, oh, maybe if I kind of whittle yeah, it down, down a little bit. But it's never perfect. <laughs> right. No, yeah, or you could just take the round peg and be like, Zoop. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> you're like, whoa. And when God tells you that, you're like, no, 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 no. You don't do that. I'm doing it right. I'm doing it completely right. And you keep trying to force it and force it and force it. And then you're just like, God's like, here, take this. Yeah, God is offering and then, you. And then yeah. after like an hour of trying to force it, you're like, all right, give it to me. <laughs> and you, it, it just slides in perfectly, like so easily. And it's just, and it's just and flush. And, and, like, and it's just everything huh. flush. And you just oh, make the wow. face of like, wow. Well, and, and uh, then you're like, okay, I'll listen to you for a little bit, and you, you start doing it, and then you're like, no, I want to do this my way yeah, again. But I really round, want this to fit in the square hole. Yeah, that round peg just like starts to fall out because you start to turn away from God, mm-hmm. who's like holding it in there for you, and then he's like just a little bit, and, and then you go to pick it, it up because it fell down, it. and you have now picked up 
a different peg again. You're like, ah! <laughs> that reminds me of the, um, like, Jesus calling Simon mm-hmm. Andrew. And all <laughs> night, you know, they're, he, so Simon's, like, desperately trying to do everything that he possibly can to, um, you know, make good on this promise he, mm-hmm. he had, you know, with the Romans. And um, he just was working his tail off, you know, every mm-hmm. possible hour and fishing through the night, not getting a thing. And uh, so guys just kind of sitting back, watching him sticking all these, pe- or trying to shove these pegs in the hole, it's not gonna fit. And then, um, you know, cause he's just trying to do it himself. And um, and then Jesus just says, go go back out there one more time and, and catch Throw it the yeah. other side. Just yeah, do yeah. the other side. And so, you know, once once he goes ahead and does that and takes that peg from God that does fit, you know, he's he's actually incorporating God uh, into his life, mm-hmm. into uh, what he's trying to do. Immediately he gets everything and more that he needs. Um, and, and it just fits, it works. That reminds me of a JP2 quote that's, do not be sub, uh, do not be content with mediocrity, go out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. It's just like, Wow. Like, we weren't made for this simple just sitting there. Um, we were meant to go out into the deep, go out where it's really tough, let down our nets, and yeah, be fishers of men. Like, that's we're all You're missionary like- disciples, and we are meant to tell other people about the gospel, whether through direct telling people of the gospel, which we're not all called to do direct telling of the gospel, but it also could be through... Yeah, the smiling at someone in class, just like being helpful to someone, being kind. Not in a kind. creepy way, though. Not in a creepy <laughs> way. You're, just, you're sitting there and you're like, smiling. Hey, you're like, hey how you hey. doing? Hey. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I asked, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing okay. <laughs> Sorry, sidetrack. Yeah, my beat. <laughs> but yeah, like we were, I just love like we were not made for me. But that also reminds me of that. Um, Pope Benedict quote of yeah we weren't made for mediocrity we were, no we weren't made for comfort we were made for greatness same mm-hmm. thing same vibe mm-hmm. it's like those two are holy people that's yeah. crazy like, saints are holy people yeah. Yeah. saints have Whoa. saints for friends what? Whoa. Yeah. like um, JP2 was like besties with Faustina and with Mother oh, yeah. Teresa well, and I'm just what? like of you course. know what they say, uh, <laughs> saints come in, like, pairs yeah. or something. Saints have saints for friends. Yeah. I bet, I bet St. Anthony, St. Dymphna, and St. Jude are all, like, just really tight. Because people are like, I've lost my mind, St. Anthony. And he's oh. like, no, that's, that's Dymphna, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's like, oh, 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 oh. no. <laughs> Wrong person. He's like, look, I know you're desperate, but that's St. Jude, my guy. <laughs> Like I am giving up. He's like, oh, hold the phone, Jude. Get over right. here. Yeah, it's like a call center. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. I know just, I know just the person actually. Yeah, yeah, you're like on the call and you're tired of hearing all those automated like it's press like, two for yeah, yeah, Saint just... Anthony, patron Saint three, and you're like, yeah. So Saint Anthony, uh, oh, um, uh, <laughs> so you're on the line with Jude. I'm like. Oh, can you patch me into Anthony, please? <laughs> but, like, at the same time, like, I heard somewhere that there's no jealousy in heaven. Right. So, like, St. Anthony's like, like, yo, jerk. I get to get St. Jude up in here now, you know? 
And then, like, they're it's, all yeah. probably praying for you. I was about to, to say, God. it's not like Anthony's like, all right, um, washing my hands. Of yeah, no, he's Here like, you go, I'm Jude. <laughs> hey, you're on voice call now with Jude Dimna and me. Let's go. I was going to say, it's more, it's more like then, you know, the, the specialist, you know, takes the lead, but then, you know, say Anthony's kind of like, I, I'm gonna. He's just falling behind. Like, all right, let's get this done. And let's actually, go. really, I mean, like they're not like they're really like. All right, now all three of us mm. can go call God. You know, yeah, uh, that's yeah. also because what I was gonna say. That's yeah, hundred percent. And your guardian angel. And your guardian angels and then the up there, people like, in your life who are intercessing for you. Too, <laughs> you just got like prayer warriors going like, "Watch out!" It kind of reminds me of. Like, it kind of reminds me of like "It's a Wonderful Life," where oh, like the starting scene where he comes in and he and, he, and um like God in this case yep. for like the big light. He's he's like he calls over like the uh, the guardian angel of uh jimmy stewart um george bailey george bailey yeah and he's and he's like we got all these people calling in and they're like they're like he needs some help so Mm -hmm. you know go out there (laughs) and he's like all right that's also an example of like tying it back to earlier of you don't know the impact that you're having on people is Mm -hmm. george bailey i don't know if you're familiar with the story of it's a wonderful life i'll recap briefly uh love that story (laughs) so it's like this guy is amazing um and he's lives in this small town and all he wants to do is get out of this town Mm -hmm. he's like i'm just like i want to get out i want to get out yeah he wants to be an engineer and so he's like i want to leave and things just keep cropping up Mm -hmm. um as to why he has to stay in this town and He's just super generous and like had saved up money to go to college, but gave it to his brother and mm-hmm. kept staying. And then his his brother came back, but then his brother was married. And so then he went and took a job somewhere else. So it was like all these things of like, I'm going to finally get out. I'm going to finally get out. But then he stays. And mm-hmm. so he's now like an old older man um, with like four kids, a wife established in this mm-hmm. community. Um, and then he just like some inciting incident happens i don't want to spoil it i know it's from like 70 years ago but like um, (laughs) i don't want to spoil it so like this inciting incident happens and he's like in the pits Mm. of like depression he's like i just don't he's like there's no way i can get out of this um and so then he he wishes he's like i wish that i i was never born Mm. um and so all these people are praying for him like please like please help my friend george please help my husband please help my dad Mm -hmm. um and so then he has this wonderful gift as clarence the angel says like you have this wonderful gift to see what it the world would be like if you had never been born so then Mm -hmm. he's going through his town the town that he's known and loved and hated and been with for his whole life and he's going through and none of the people that he loves are recognizing him obviously because he's never been born and he's just seeing like how all these people were so affected by his life of like Mm. this guy who was saved by him who's now like was in jail and then this guy who he helped get a restaurant is no longer he was like not the owner of the restaurant anymore it's like all these things Mm. and so then he's like please god like please let me go back to my life um and so then he finally is able to go back um but yeah it's the thing of like he had no idea the impact Mm -hmm. he was having on all these people um and then the impact that those people are having on people because like his brother fell through the ice at like five years old and yeah. he jumped in and saved him but he wasn't there to save him so he died but his brother was the one who like saved an entire transport of soldiers mm. during the war and so all of those people on that transport died because he wasn't there to save i love that oh. line it's like he was like all those people on that transport died because you weren't there to save harry 
And I was just like, man, mm. that's just crazy. It's yeah, like it was Harry wasn't there effect. to save them because you weren't there to save Harry. And it's a thing of like, wow, I don't know the effect that I'm having on these people who are having an effect on other people. And it's just like, yeah, the beauty of the eyes being opened when we are finally in front of the beatific vision. Like, it'll be exciting to see all those people that we had an impact on mm-hmm. um, because of Christ working through us. Yeah. Like when we're focusing so much on ourselves and mm-hmm. it's like, man... My life sucks, you know. I wish I was never born. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But then, like, like I, I don't, I don't think I've ever watched that movie. So, like, it's like you just it's, did. It's it's like I just did. Now I don't have that to, is, but I want to. Yeah, that but is, I want to. That is one of the suck. best. That's one of the best movies ever. We are hey, not man. a substitute right. for watching movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Watch that sometime. yeah. Mm. we have a running list. We now. have, a and running we have, list and it's not like the list is well, one short, but two, not made of short movies either. That movie's like real long but yeah. it's so good anyways we, we should also go. watch the pursuit of happiness with will smith oh, oh i've that watched that one that movie. one is so nice yes please bro. oh it's, it's like oh, we got a single it, father and son mm. and yeah like they're just struggling they're just trying to make so ends good. meet just with the time and <laughs> at the same time yeah, he's still trying to make him a pro basketball player and man oh my gosh pursuit of happiness such a good movie. I've never seen that before. Oh, it's so good. It's yeah. with Will Smith and mm-hmm. Jaden Smith. It's just mm-hmm. so cute because yep. it's like his actual son. And I'm like, oh, so, so precious. Anyway, um, <laughs> moving right along. Yeah, it's just, I almost just said the, like the cheesy, like, you don't know the beauty of a moment or something. You know what I'm talking about? Mm. <laughs> that yeah. thing just came to mind, but I can't remember the other half of it. <laughs> well, I mean. It's like, you don't know the beauty of a moment until it becomes a memory, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Like Whoa. in the moment, you don't realize how, how like precious that moment is. But as soon as it passes, you look back and you're like, "Wow, wow that was a good moment." Like um, God working in your life. Like most of the time, you don't see Him in the moment. Or like, I'm talking about. Let me let, <laughs> let me just talk about me. Uh, <laughs> like I don't uh, see Him like in the moments, but like I'll look back like the next day, the next week, or something, and be like, "Wow." God was really pulling through for me that day, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad he was, he was doing that. But in the moment, I'm like, where are you? Yeah. And he's like, I'm right here. Which is why, like, you know, I was talking last night, at least to you guys, I don't know if the ladies had come down yet or not, but, um, I've been trying to do this daily examination of conscience, um, where, you know, it's, yeah, where did I go wrong? But then also where was God working throughout mm. my day? And... Mm. Pretty consistently, it's not that I don't screw up very much, but it's like mm. when I screw up, there's like three things that God was doing. Or like, again, kind of that grace thing. It's just mm. like God is working very much so in our lives. And mm-hmm. it's easier to see that it, in that daily reflection, um, again, kind of in hindsight. Um, but even with that, you know, if if we're, you know, I think that's good to you know do that and reflect more often on the day the good and the bad. And yet I think there's still a ton of ways uh, that we just won't remember or won't realize how much God is working in our lives until, um, you know, we've already died. And then it's like, we're looking back and Mm -hmm. like, dang, Mm -hmm. all those times you were right there and you were doing all of this for me, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and so we, in the moment, you know, yeah, we don't realize. And in our lives, you know, sometimes we just don't even realize the just total scope of how much help we have, you know, 
-hmm. Yeah, to lay one final example on, y'all. It's like you're in a giant garden, right? And you planted all this stuff and you're hyper-focused on this weed and you're like, oh, man, this weed, how did this get in here? And you miss the giant field, the flowers Mm -hmm. all around it. So you're missing all the beauty because of that, that sin that's right there and you're like oh where are you where are the flowers and they're right there they're literally yeah. all around you if you just take a step back and be like wow that's a big field of flowers <laughs> if you're not like hyper you're like man look at that weed oh yeah that's that's one ugly weed it takes a change of perspective mm-hmm. for sure and that's also what i've come to realize in times when i've like all right, this is what I'm going to do today and this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't go as planned. And I'm like, okay, so that was a waste of my day. Yeah. And then, but then I'm thinking back on it and I'm like, oh, actually, if I had done this instead of this, then I wouldn't have actually talked to this person who I'd been meaning to talk to. It's like, oh, if I did this instead of this, I wouldn't have yeah, done this thing um, mm-hmm. for this person who really needed me. And so, yeah, it's, um, there was something I heard the other day that was like, if my day is too busy for God, then my day's too busy. If like, I don't have enough time Mm. to pray, then I have too much stuff on my plate. If I have too much time, if I have too much stuff that God's not the focus of it, then I'm doing too much and I need to change my schedule. Um, and so, yeah, it's just this thing of like, I should also have room for the Holy spirit to like be working in my life. If I have stuff back to back to back to back to back where I don't have room to just be open to whatever he's calling me to that day, then like I have too much stuff on my plate. Um, And sometimes those days are unavoidable, though, of like, oh, actually, I just really need to get these things done. Like, this is what I'm... Because also, you have to remember your primary vocation. For a lot of people, it's your primary vocation is Mm. your student right now and so it's like yeah i can't just skip class because i'm like the holy spirit Mm -hmm. told me to (laughs) (laughs) um and so your teachers are gonna be like yeah yeah maybe that'll fly once but once a week no i don't think it's gonna fly but it's yeah it's like you have to be listening and you have to be like all right holy spirit like who do you want me to um come into contact with today like who are you wanting me to love more today like Mm. how can i love better today and so yeah it's just like inviting the holy spirit when you wake up in the morning, just like, please, Holy Spirit, like, put into my life today, put on my heart today, the person that you want me to impact. Mm. Um, and then you'll just see this perspective change of like, feeling the need to like, do something out of the ordinary. You're like, oh, actually, I'm going to walk this way to class. And then you realize it's like, oh, it's because that person over there looks real sad. And you're just like, hey, like, hope you have a great day. And then wow. they, then they're like, oh, thanks, you too. And so yeah, it's just like, you never know why you feel like you're being called like to one thing over the other and just like being open to the holy spirit in that regard that actually happened to me when i, I was on saturday i took my i was like taking my mcat practice mm-hmm. test and usually i go that way and i i go around but i ended up going this way for some reason and i was like i was like you know what i'll just i'll just take the path by the good shepherd house and everything like that and i met up with you guys and everything mm-hmm. like oh that. yeah and, was that, and then the whole thing happened and it was and I was like, wow, that was, that was unexpected. That's so I did not expect to do anything else that day. I was like, I'm just going to go back to my dorm and sit there <laughs> and take a nap and all that. And then just like enjoy the rest of my, well, I did enjoy it. Probably I enjoyed it a lot more than like the, all that. But I was, it was just like shocking. I was like, well, I did not expect to do this mm-hmm. today. Yeah. Sometimes I like to pay attention to the timing of things too. Um, where like yesterday was an example of that actually for me, which um, I was going to daily mass and um, 
I remember I was gonna fill up my water bottle, which is this huge water bottle. Um, would have taken a minute or two, and it was downstairs, and I was about to go downstairs to get it, uh, but then I was like, no, you know what, I'll do that after Mass. Um, and so then I, as I got to the doors going into the church, um, there was this lady who kind of was like stump, older lady. She was stumbling a bit and, you know, I was able to help her out, um, get to where she's going. But, um, then I thought about it. I'm like, you know, if I filled up my water bottle, then I wouldn't have been there like right there at that time. Like someone else probably could have helped her kind of thing maybe, but I was like right next to her. Um, whereas other people would have had to, you know, come over or realize that she was struggling a bit, but um, yeah, just there's also like, the thing like you wouldn't have had hands either to open the door and stuff because you would have been holding a water bottle. Mm -hmm. like, well, I wouldn't have brought the water bottle. Oh, uh, yeah, but, okay. So then, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Forget no, it. Yeah, I mean, that's valid. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just the like, same idea. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. I, that's. Don't forget to reflect. You never know <laughs> yeah. the power of a moment until it becomes yeah. a memory. Wow. If you're too busy, you can't take any time to remember anything. So right. You can't right. recognize the good things in your life. Yeah. Life it's, gets pretty busy sometimes. It do. You don't it stop, do and around. Look around <laughs> stop and while, look yeah. around every once in a while. You <laughs> might miss it. Right. And then I also was reminded of the, um, the quote from the office of Andy. He's like, I wish you knew you were in the good old days. Before, uh, before you actually you left, actually left yeah. them, yeah. which yeah. is the same thing of like, that's pretty sad sounding, but it's also true of like, mm -hmm. oh, you should be living every day. Like it's the good old days. Yeah. Like, mm, yeah. yeah, don't let, don't let the years go by and be like, wow, I never enjoyed my life. Mm. Like this yeah. is a, the life is a gift. Like, yeah. The <laughs> that's why it's called the present. Oh, <laughs> Master Oogway. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm a quote machine man. right now. Oh. Well, I hope I hope you all, all you listeners got something out of this. And I hope, um, you know, At if you needed to get something out of this, I hope you did. You know, I hope yeah. we're the little candles and we're, we're like, we're like dancing, we're, we're flickering. Around. We're dancing we're like, like the fire. <laughs> and you're like, man, you, lit up you know what? That, that light's pretty bright. Let me, let me go check that out. So, Amen. yeah. Yep. Know that we're praying for you. Yeah. Please pray for us. You know, mm -hmm. we, we all need it. Amen. Amen. Hope your Lent is going swimmingly so mm -hmm. far. And even if it's not, the beauty of it is that it's 40 days. So yeah, we yeah. still have time. You can yeah Keep restart or start right now if you haven't been. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go towards that little candle. Keep, you know, even if you're stumbling, you know, the closer you get, the brighter it gets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you all have a wonderful, beautiful week. And, Amen to and that. you know what? And remember, drink, drink coffee, coffee, be Catholic. Catholic. Have a great week, everybody. Bye, 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 bye. bye.